Welcome to the podcast called <laughs> Clash of the Titans, which is Hi, a podcast where oh, yeah, we sorry. play a text adventure computer game with its author, and you know the deal. Uh-huh. This Today, our guest is noted interactive fiction text adventure computer game author, Carl Muckenhaupt. Hello. Hi, Carl. Thanks for coming on the show. My pleasure. And thank you, Jenny, for always being on the show. And thank you, Ryan, for also always being on the show. And thank you, listeners, for... <laughs> do you want to, like, thank the listeners for uh, contributing to the Kickstarter? Oh, yeah. Ryan, are you going to have this edited by the time the kick... Like, before the Kickstarter ends? Who can say? Who can say? Well, um, if you do, um, we're running a Kickstarter to pay for hosting. It's already triple funded. Triple funded. Triple funded, which is pretty cool. Um, but if you want to check it out, Ryan drew this awesome looking sticker that's like a two-headed <laughs> chicken. <laughs> that is, yeah, both of us not shutting up, so you could own that. And it could go on your car or something. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure the stickers are weatherproof. Anyway... We don't want to talk about the Kickstarter. That's no, all we don't. Um, blah blah. <laughs> uh, so, Carl, what game do we want to play tonight? Well, I was given to understand that he wanted to play my evil twin. We do. Yes. Oh, do you want to give background on it? Oh yeah. All right. Uh, this was written for the Apollo eighteen plus twenty project. Uh, same as. Uh, uh, Dinner Bell, which I understand you've already covered. Yes. And Statue Got Me High, I think we did also. Yes. Did, we did that one, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, main thing is, it's based on uh, a song by They Might Be Giants. Uh, various people who participated in this project you know, used different approaches to adapting the songs. My approach was basically to try and fit as many of the lyrics as many as as many of the things described in the lyrics as I could into uh, a semi-coherent game. So, um, Rad. Uh, who is going to be feeding me commands here? Both of you? Uh, I think both of us, yes. Right. Yeah, I think there's probably going to be a fair amount of chaos. All right. Uh, so let's get started then. Uh, okay. All right. He's up to something. I can always tell. I can just feel it like a sixth sense. I know him that well. In a sense, we have the same brain. After all, last night's all-nighter, I had an important report to do for work. I intended to sleep all through the day, but I can't afford to do that. Somewhere out there, my evil twin is plying his schemes, and I'm the only one who can stop him. My Evil Twin, a musical ad adaptation by Carl Muckenhaupt, released to serial number 1205415, in Form 7 build 6G60I7V6.32Lib6-12N. I know you like that. 612N! <laughs> yes. I, know, I know how important that is to you, so... <laughs> this is our favorite part. Hey, Carl, yes or no, do you know what 612N means? I think it's just... No, no, yes or no? Yes or no? Not really, no. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're... I... Ryan right. revels in his ignorance of 612 sin. Okay. 
All right. And not just that. <clears throat> Type about for more details and instructions for play. My apartment. This studio apartment, located conveniently near work and right across the street from the park, serves as my personal headquarters for my hobbies, such as doing volunteer restoration work for the local Amer American History Museum and foiling the plots of my evil twin. My, my only real attempt at decoration is a framed poster right next to the, the bookshelf. I can leave to the north. I can see a presidential figurine and a stack of papers here. Okay, so we've got at least four things to look at in here. If that's the case, then I already forgot one of them. There's a poster, a bookshelf, a figurine, and whatever the fourth thing was. The papers. The papers. Let's examine the papers first. Okay. FIFO. <laughs> no. Uh, le Fee life lefo. Le Let's examine the papers. Pepcak. The papers Hand are a stack. Staffle. We should examine the top paper first. <laughs> It's the product of an entire night's procrastination. I was supposed to be writing a report for work, but I wound up spending the entire night sitting alone in my room playing Hangman instead. Well, at least it proves I was busy. If the police come looking for my evil twin again, I can use it as an alibi. Yeah, I think that's going to hold up. <laughs> playing hang Hangman alone? Yeah. I mean, you saw your, uh, the Hangman saw you. But don't you know what the word is? <laughs> um, well, <laughs> let's examine the figurine. It's likeness of Benjamin Harrison, the 23rd president of the United States. Harrison may not have been one of our more exciting presidents. He's certainly no James K. Polk. But he did do something that no other president has done. Generally speaking, once a president loses re-election, he doesn't bother running again because everyone knows that no one votes for a loser. But Harrison's economic policies were so monumentally unpopular that the incumbent he defeated in 1888, Grover Cleveland, was actually able to mount a successful challenge to him in 1892. Cleveland is thus considered to be both the 22nd and 24th president, I've always liked that anomaly, and without Harrison's particular blend of win and lame, it wouldn't have happened. <laughs> Normally, it's part of a diorama at a small museum downtown, but someone snuck in and cut off one of its arms the other day, so I took it home to do a little repair work. I suspect that the mystery vandal was my evil twin, but I haven't mentioned this to anyone. Okay. Because the protagonist is a crazy person. So is this deliberately the 23rd president as a nod to discardianism? Uh, actually, that's a, a kind of a coincidence. It, it was chosen... You know, specifically to be between Cleveland there. And I, I was, um, the figurine is there, there as um, a reference to the, the song lyric, uh, Who Cut the Arm Off the Voodoo Doll That Resembles a Republican President from Long Ago. And I was disappointed. To okay. I was disappointed uh, that this actually meant it couldn't be Cleveland, who was a Democrat. But Oh, sure. Because you've got you've got a fair amount of leeway, but not not total free reign. Yeah, okay. I could I guess I could have just made the the protagonist wrong, had him believe that Cleveland was a, a Republican. But no, sure. players are smart; they always pick up on that. Yeah, and then you have email. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need that. Yeah. Uh, let's examine that poster. It's a signed concert poster showing two guys. I'm not sure which of them signed it. The signature just says John. Nice. Aha. Uh -huh. 
Okay, the bookshelf? The only books on it are a multi-volume set on the writings of Nostradamus. I'm generally more of a history guy than a future guy, but Nostradamus, being a historical figure who wrote about the future, is both. Two natures in one. Anyway, his writing creeps me out. I'm not sure why. Huh. There's an interesting parallel there with the past and the future, but no present. And then you've got the Grover Cleveland connect. Am I overthinking this? Oh, Absolutely not. No, you're not, not. this. Okay. This is, this is good stuff. <laughs> okay. Good. And we're still in the first room. Yeah, let's take all. Presidential figurine, taken. Stack of papers, taken. Okay. Um, can I examine me? I look exactly like myself. Bah, perfect. Uh, do we have any inventory? Uh, indeed, you have a stack of papers and a presidential figurine. Oh. <laughs> You're right. I remember when that happened. <laughs> Um, I guess then we should exit north. Outside my apartment. I'm out on Hill Street, just outside my apartment building. It's a beautiful sunny day in a quiet residential neighborhood. The street continues east and west, and just across it is the park. I say go north. Sure. I like a park. Hyde Park. This is normally just a pleasant enough place to go for a walk, but today there's a special event in progress, some sort of fun fair held as a fundraiser for the elementary school. Hill Street lies to the south, to the east is an entrance to a concrete tunnel, and a photo booth stands to the west. The center of attention here is a shiny new cotton candy machine. A gaggle of children are running around laughing and playing. X gaggle. Oh good, I did support that word. They seem oh, good. They seem particularly fond of the cotton candy machine. We better examine that. Yeah. It's an impressive device, fully automatic, with brass fittings and a huge tub. The kids are gathered around as much to watch it in operation as to sample the results. Too bad I can't stand cotton candy. What is wrong with you? Yeah. Was that an eh, like I agree with you, or an eh, like I also can't stand cotton candy? No, I, I, I can't understand the person who doesn't like cotton candy. Okay, good. We can continue recording this podcast. <laughs> Um. Da, 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 I, well, okay. I'm all about the concrete tunnels. Mm-hmm. Like that it's is true. what gets me out of bed in the morning. Is <laughs> the knowledge that concrete tunnels are out there. Um, but we should save that. Um, and we'll go in the opposite direction to the photo booth. Okay. Right, photo booth. Which was yes. Photo booths like these are something of a relic in the age of the cell phone camera, but they weren't so uncommon 20 years ago. Cheap beige polyester curtains form a neutral backdrop, and a button waits to be pressed. Now, hold on. Okay. When you say that they weren't so uncommon 20 years ago... Yes, when... Do you mean that this game takes place 20 years ago? No, that that's just a reference to the fact that this is based on a 20-year-old song. Or a song that was 20 years oh. old when the game was written, rather. Okay, this, okay. This, okay. Enti- this entire, the op- entire Apollo 18 plus 20 project was the 20th anniversary of the Apollo 18 album. Yes. I wasn't sure whether you were 
trying to uh, explain the existence of a photo booth or point out it's never mind. There was like a button or something here. Yes. There was a button. Let's just push it. Uh, you know what to do with a button. <laughs> An unseen shutter goes click and a photograph slides from a hidden slot and into my hand. Oh no. You poor man. <laughs> what? You had to implement a camera. Oh. But it's a fairly primitive camera. Yeah, let's okay. examine the photograph and It's a photograph of me. Oh. Makes well, sense. That's that's uh, you know. Yeah. I guess that's something that you can live with and implement without tearing your hair out. Yeah. But I would if never force anyone to implement, a, implement camera. a camera more complex than that. Because that would just be an inhumane thing to ask someone to do. Isn't there a camera in Robin and Orchid? So, is the button the only thing in this room? <laughs> uh, there's cheap beige polyester curtains. There Open no... curtains. Okay. Oh, hmm Open curtains? They're not something I can open. Can we examine them? I see nothing special about the curtains. Hmm. Suspicious. Probably (laughs) an accurate description of these cheap polyester beige curtains, to be fair. That's what made me think this was 20 years ago. (laughs) Because there's polyester beige curtains. I mean, the photo booth is probably 20 years old, and it's just been sitting in the park getting rusty. <laughs> um, then let's go the other direction. Towards the tunnel? Yeah. Let's enter that tunnel. Okay. Uh, and back in the park, uh, same description as before. You just want to go to the tunnel. Yeah. All right. I just can't tell east from west, so I'm being vague. <laughs> All right. Uh, Vincum Gate. This is a transient place, a space between spaces that joins two alternatives. That is to say, it's a tunnel which curves from west to south. The damp concrete walls are covered with graffiti, and loud but muffled dance music fills the air, presumably from something on the other side of the tunnel wall. An abandoned propaganda pamphlet lies forlorn on the ground. Okay, well, first things first. Examine the graffiti. Most of it is illegible, but one particularly large one, painted over the rest, says, I don't want the world, I just want your half. Sure thing. Yeah. And now we want that pamphlet. You want it? You want to take it? Yes. Taken. Now we should examine it. But Ryan, it's propaganda. We'll get brainwashed. <clears throat> I flip through it. It's mostly poorly grounded arguments that appeals to fear, but I'm left unclear about just what it's trying to convince me of. Is it possible for propaganda to be simply propaganda divorced from content? Ooh. I've got to go with why not on that one. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's uh, uh, a question of the propagandist's power and yeah, uh, sufficiently advanced propaganda. <laughs> is indistinguishable <laughs> from magic? Uh, if we had half an hour, we could think of something wittier <laughs> than magic. 
but uh, we don't. Okay, okay, ouch. We don't have half an hour. Okay. We have to play this game. Okay, yes. I guess go south. All right. Outside weapon shop. I'm just outside a rustic, half-tempered cottage with a wooden sign displaying a sword out front. It must be new. I don't recall seeing it around before. The street continues east and west from here, but there's some kind of construction going on to the east, making that way impassable. There's a pedestrian underpass to the north. Beside the shop is the traditional shopside barrel. A training dummy stands here. Huh. Um. Attack dummy. I body check it and it rolls a little. Hehehe. <laughs> Did you get out all your aggression? Not all of it. Oh, Sh- good. Shall I attack the dummy again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. I body check it and it rolls a little. Um, what's in the barrel? In the barrel are twelve apples. Is that weird? Because I want to say that's weird. I know that apples go in barrels. It's possible that there were more apples in that barrel, and twelve is the number of apples that are left in that barrel. Because someone took away fifty-four? Yes. Uh, so there were 87 apples in the barrel. Now there's 12 left. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, let's take apples. Take all the apples. Uh, apple taken. Apple taken. Apple, I'm carrying too many <laughs> things already. Oh, man. Oh, no. Sorry, oh, you Wait, so what is the number of things? What's our, what's our number of things we can carry? Um, well, you're currently carrying uh, two apples, a propaganda pamphlet, a photo, a stack of papers, and a presidential figurine. Okay. Ryan, I don't know if we're going to need all of these apples at the same time. Okay. That's fine. Let's uh, eat an apple. I, scar- I scarf it down and toss the core. Hey, okay. Um, Jenny, how many things are we carrying? Uh, <laughs> was I supposed to be counting? So oh, could you... you say that list a little slower? <laughs> uh, well, you you were you were currently carrying five things. Okay. okay, so we could be carrying six things. We could, as yeah. long as those things are all tractors. <laughs> what? Because uh, the way that inventory limits usually work in IF mm-hmm. is it's by item. So you it, if you can't pick up if you can pick up a tractor, you can pick up an apple. Uh-huh. But if you're carrying six tractors, you can't pick up an apple. Yeah. And if you're carrying six apples, you can't pick up a tractor. It just stands to reason. Yeah. All of this stands to reason. Uh-huh. It's, we can't... I, I'm, not, I'm trying to figure out the way where it actually doesn't make sense for you to not be able to pick something up. Um, I guess if we had an item called the two apples and you were able to pick that up, but you weren't able to pick up an apple and then pick up an apple. So I would never implement this in real life. Or, no, I... (laughs) 
You would never act the Matrix. So I would never implement this in an IF game, right? But as a person who lives alone and often carries more things than she ought to at a given time, there are, um, like, if you have an umbrella, you can hook that over your wrist, yeah. and then you've got a free hand. And I have yet to see a system like that implemented. Um, well, it would not be that tough. You would just need a wrist slot, you know? Sure. And you can't there's... equip the umbrella if you already have a bracelet equipped. Well, then there's the question if you can go further up your arm, depending on how much umbrella space there is and how thick your forearm is, and then you have to factor in the thickness of the handle of the umbrella. Ooh. Why do you call it an umbrella with an emphasis on the first syllable? Uh, is is it an umbra- umbrella? I can't do it. Okay. How, okay say umbrella. Umbrella. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's... I don't know. Hold on. I have to, like, check the computer dictionary. Carl, how do you sure. say umbrella? Umbrella? Um, um, okay. Um, umbrella. Um, no. Umbrella. Oh, good. Good. We've got all three viewpoints represented. Except, uh, except my viewpoint is fake. Uh, is the mark on the bottom primary stress, or is the mark on the top primary stress? You're the linguist. I, I have claimed to be, but <laughs> uh, let's just say that all pronunciations are acceptable, but Yay! Jenny's is weird. Okay. I don't know what happened there because I think I'm saying umbrella now, like yeah. a normal person. Yeah, like a normal so I person. I have no idea what that was. You know what? I think we cured you. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. So what were we doing in this game? I think we were picking up apples out of a yeah. barrel outside a weapon shop. You were, yeah. you were wrestling so with your inventory limit. Is if we go south, at. can we enter the weapon shop? Uh, you can try. Uh, south. The, the door sticks pretty badly, but I managed to push my way through it. Uh, weapon shop. A muscular, red-bearded man stands behind a counter with a built-in display case. The shopkeeper says, welcome, we're having a special customer loyalty promotion today. Bring in a weapon, any kind of weapon, and you can trade it for anything in the display case. Glancing oh, at, boy. Glancing at the case's contents, it seems like people have already been taking advantage of this by trading in things that are only marginally weapons. Ah. Hmm. Well, let's examine the display case. Yeah. In the display case are a lead pipe, a wrench, a candlestick, and a revolver. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. Um, then, uh, with, with those objects in mind, we should head north and then head west on the street to see what else is in okay. Weaponville. Yeah, because I don't think anything we have on us qualifies as a weapon. Uh, if we were Jackie Chan, it would be a different story. Sure. But how many people are Jackie Chan? Very One. few. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I've seen two at most at a time. Oh, sure. Yeah, that one movie. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you are now outside my evil twin's lair. My My evil twin's dark fortress casts a shadow over Silent Street, which continues east and west. A security camera mounted above the massive iron-banded door tracks my every move. Across the street to the north is the other park. (gasps) That's ominous. 
This whole thing is ominous. Who names the street Silent Street? Come on, city planners. That sounds familiar. But I I can't <laughs> place it. Okay, I'll stop sitting here silently waiting for you to place it. Let's go north into the other park. <laughs> Jekyll Park. Dark leafless Yikes. Dark leafless trees claw the graying sky here. A sinister booth labeled Indoctrination lies to the west. <gasps> Silent Street can be crossed to the south, and an entrance to a concrete tunnel lies east. A mind control device has been planted at a strategic point in the park's center. A crowd of brainwashed citizens mill about with dull eyes and slack jaws, perhaps waiting for some sort of signal to begin their rampage. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. Ryan, do you remember what street our apartment was on? Um, it was it was a name. <laughs> okay. We'll going. find out when we go back yeah. to reality. Because I know the park was Hyde Park, and now we've got and Jekyll Park. Jekyll Park. So I'm thinking and that, yeah. The mind control device corresponds to mm -hmm. the cotton candy cotton machine. Cotton candy machine. The cotton candy machine produces something that's good. And the mm -hmm. mind control device produces something that's bad. Uh, so can we uh, d disable mind control machine? I don't think disable is a verb I recognize. No, I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, we might just have to attack it. It's not a verb I recognize. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, can we attack it? I flail, it, I flail at it with my fists, but it's going to take more than that. Some kind of heavy, blunt instrument would be ideal. <gasps> like a lead like... pipe. <laughs> Ryan, it's pronounced pipe. <laughs> what? <laughs> pipe. It's a lead pipe. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like a pipette. Oh, no. That... <laughs> Interesting. A lead pipette that lead you use pipette. for measuring tiny amounts of something. Yeah. And anything that you measure is contaminated with lead. It's <laughs> pretty good. If you ever do a parody version of Clue. Yeah. 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 Lead lead pipette. Um, or the pipettes is how the band pronounced it back when they were a band. Burn on the current lineup. Oh. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, if the pipettes listen to this podcast, then... Then they don't anymore. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, pipettes. Um, sorry to Gweno. Not sorry to the rest. Okay. Sorry to uh, Rosé. <laughs> Just talking about <laughs> British... Girl bands. Mm -hmm. uh, let's go to the indoctrination booth. Okay. I don't want to risk going inside the booth. There's no guarantee I'd be immune to whatever happens in there. That's true. That's a good point. All right. All right. Uh, then I guess... Uh, so if we go into the... Let's go into that tunnel. and Into the even eviler universe. Okay. Vinculum Gate. This is a transient place, a space between spaces that joins two alternatives. That is to say, it's a tunnel, which curves from west to south. The damp concrete walls are covered with graffiti, and loud but muffled dance music fills the air, presumably from something on the other side of the tunnel wall. 
Huh. So if we examine the graffiti, does it still say that I just want your half? Most of it is illegible, but one particularly large one painted over the rest says, How can you be two places at once if you're not anywhere at all? Whoa. Which is, of course, a fire sign theater album. Of course. Is it? It is. Okay. Because it sounds like one. Uh Uh-huh. But I, I couldn't be sure. Um... Let's go south. Right. Neighbor's lawn. I'm just outside my neighbor's house. Yes, he can afford a whole house with a lawn and everything in this neighborhood. Tire marks on the lawn suggest that someone's been doing donuts here. I don't have any real evidence that my evil twin is responsible, but it's the kind of thing he'd do. The street continues east and west from here, but there's some kind of construction going on to the east, making that way impassable. There's a pedestrian underpass to the north. The door inside is hanging off its hinges. Someone must have broken in. Some sh- oh my gosh. Some shards of green glass are scattered about. A recycling bin is set on, out on the curbside. A lawnmower stands here as if puzzled about what to do. Poor lawnmower. I know. Aren't we all like that lawnmower? <laughs> I think we are. Staring at the tarry marks on what we used to think of as our own lawns. Uh-huh. Oh man! Uh, let's take those shards. That's pointless, and I'm liable to cut myself. Okay, I would say that it's not pointless, vis-a-vis your liability to cut yourself. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, let's go south into the broken-in house. I'm not just going to barge in without an invitation, especially now that it looks like the place has been burgled. The police are sometimes less than understanding when appearances are against me that way, even when I explain to them that my evil twin is really the one to blame. Okay. What happens? Can we knock? No, the door's open. Oh, the door's open. open You can knock on an open door. It's not a verb I recognize. You just just don't usually, because there's no point. Although... You know, you can go to someone's house and they'll have left the door open and, like, it's open, but you still don't want to necessarily walk straight into their house because you're a vampire. So you knock. How did you know? Uh, I have this. (laughs) Let's go, um, west to my house and then west again. All right to mystery area. That way leads to the office. If I went there, I'd wind up spending the rest of the day in meetings making progress reports instead of foiling the plans of my evil twin. So I really don't think I should go there today. There are more important matters afoot. Alright. If we go west and we go into the tunnel... You mean east? East and then into the tunnel, yes. Alright. Um... And then if we go west out of the tunnel, where do we end up? Uh, Jekyll Park. Wild. The mm-hmm. the evil one. Uh, so we should go south from here to find out what the name of the street is. Wait, we know what the street is. We don't need to find out what the... Jenny, you drive. <laughs> okay, are we in Jekyll Park right now? Yes. Okay. Um, so have we... Ben, okay, I'm trying to get the donut layout. So the neighbor's house corresponds with the weapon shop? I think so, yeah. Map-wise? Yes. 
Okay. And then our house corresponds with our evil twin slayer. Uh, and we're going to need some kind of weapon to trade in for, we're assuming, the lead Pepe. Let's go, let's go back to the neighbor's house and look in his recycling bin. That's the thing that you do in IF is you look in the garbage. In the, yeah. in the recycling bin are ten empty bottles. Jenny. Uh-huh. Ten is how many... Apples? Apples. Yeah, I think we just ate a broken bottle, Ryan. Gross. Oh, can we check our inventory? Because <clears throat> we should still have one apple. You have an apple, a propaganda pamphlet, a photo, a stack of papers, and a presidential figurine. Okay, so the apple did not magically change. So that's cool, so we could potentially use that for things. Um... Should we grab a bottle, Ryan? You think we'll need a bottle? Oh, probably. Black coffee's not enough for me. <laughs> I'm not taking someone else's recycling. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. You sure. will take someone else's apple. <laughs> yeah, they're not recycling the apples. Uh, no. Because they still have utility. Oh, wait a minute. Isn't what? isn't leaving something out for your neighbors to steal basically identical to recycling it? Um, yes. Yeah. Well, no, not technically, because that would be reusing it, which is a different oh, part right. of the triangle. Yeah, reduce, reuse, recycle. Ryan, I have no idea what we're supposed to be doing in this game. Um, now, can we go to the evil universe and go to the front of Evil Twin's house and head west from there toward the evil version of the office, which would be the British version? <laughs> <laughs> My evil twin's day job is in that direction. Thus, that's not where he is. The man is positively allergic to work. Hmm, sounds sure. familiar. Sounds like the guy in that song. Uh, might as well face it, you're addicted to work. No, allergic. <laughs> that didn't work at all. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, Jenny. Um, okay, so we must have everything we need in these rooms. And we oh wait have we tried to go into the evil twins lair? No, oh, I don't think we had. Let's go south. Okay. As I approach the door, the security camera lights up. A voice from a hidden speaker barks: "Visual match failed. You are not authorized for entry." Oh, do you oh. think? Do you think we could use the photo? Maybe we need to draw like a goatee on the photo. I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah. Do we have any cat hair and honey? Oh, Jenny. <laughs> Sorry. I only know that puzzle by reputation. I only do, too. I've never actually played it. I don't know what game it's from. I think it's one of the Gabriel Knights. Yeah, it's the third one. The third one. 
I haven't played it yet either. But it's... <laughs> <laughs> Famous. <laughs> so much anger. <laughs> okay. So we don't have a pen. We don't have a pen. There should have been a pen in our apartment if we were playing Hangman. That's mm. very suspicious. It's a good point. Well, it's suspicious to be playing Hangman alone because it's guessing an unknown word. So there has to be someone who has the information and someone who doesn't have the information. Mm-hmm. I think that's... And now I'm remembering that playing Hangman Alone might be part of the lyrics of the song. Oh. Is it? Uh, it doesn't specify alone, but there is a line about playing Hangman till the morning light. Till the morning light. Till the morning light, okay. Or maybe it's till the morning comes, I forget. I think it's morning light. Okay. I'm going to real surreptitiously pull up the lyrics without telling anyone I'm doing it. Won't help. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, yeah, there's the Book of Nostradamus. Up upon my shelf, playing hangman till the morning light, doing donuts on the neighbor's lawn. I can hear some sirens somewhere, but I don't know why. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know he looks like me, hates work like me, and walks like me. He's even got a twin like me. Yeah, it's all there. It didn't It didn't help. No, it didn't help at all. <laughs> okay. Um, about. Uh, this brought up a menu with in- introduction to my evil twin, instructions for play, and credits. You probably want introduction. Yeah. Uh, my evil twin is a loose adaptation of the song of the same name by They Might Be Giants. It was written in February and March of 2012 for Apollo 18 plus 20, an IO tribute album commemorating the 20th anniversary of the album Apollo 18. Actually, the Apollo 18 plus 20 project started in December of the previous year, but I didn't get around to writing anything until February. I think like to think this procrastination is in the spirit of the song. Yep. Familiarity with the song is not essential for playing the game, although knowing the lyrics that inspired some of the odder details might enhance your appreciation of the game. On the other hand, maybe knowing the song will increase your dissatisfaction with its treatment here. It's hard to tell. What I can tell you is that the lyrics of the song are pretty random, and I therefore chose to treat them like a set of speed IF constraints. It seems like this was a pretty common approach in this project. Uh-huh. I think of this as something of a companion piece to my earlier work, Fire, Bacon, Secret. Both were written under severe <laughs> time constraints, albeit ones of my own making in the current case, and both concern the lengths a person will go to in order to convince himself of the righteousness of his antisocial and destructive urges towards those he unconsciously resents. Man. Jeez. You know who I resent. Me? Uh, everybody? It's my neighbor. <laughs> oh, your real neighbor or the neighbor in this game? The neighbor in the game. Something about him rubs me the wrong way. Yeah, I know what you like mean. Like the fact that his house is... A weapons store. Yeah, that's suspicious. 
Um, the fact that he just lets you eat the broken bottles out of his... Uh, I guess they're not broken before you... <laughs> they're not broken, are they? The, the th- there was a smashed bottle on the ground. Yeah. Oh, that was the core. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, let's go to the park. Right. Let's get some cotton candy. Oh, yeah. Oh. Can we get cotton candy? We don't like cotton candy. What if we go there and he's just like, I don't want any cotton candy because I hate fun. All right. Back in Hyde Park. Uh, get. No, thanks. Cotton candy makes me ill. I told you. Dang it. Um, okay. So, okay. Hit kids. Hit kids? Yeah. Violence isn't the answer to this one. You saw that coming. Yeah. I thought that it would be a little sterner with me, considering I said hit kids. (laughs) (laughs) I can read it again in a sterner tone of voice, if you like. Uh, Sure. Violence is not the answer to this one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm just glad that now uh, your computer has had hit kids typed into it. Oh, the uh, government is going to know. Are you sure you're not the evil twin? (gasps) I think that the uh, inherent, like, dichotomy and uh, back and forthiness of this Mm -hmm. podcast means that uh, everyone is essentially evil because of dichotomy and... Uh, uh, themes and um, I'm so stuck in this game. I know, me too. Do you want a hint? I remember. I can give. Hints. Do we want a hint, Ryan? Can we type in hint? Uh, sure. Did I put hints in? I, uh, that I just know, brought up the, the the menu. Oh, the menu. Oh, okay. Uh, what was the second part of the menu that said instructions for play? Alright, instructions for play. That brings up about interaction fiction, what to do with the prompt, getting started, rooms of travel, objects, controlling the game, how the world is assembled, and if you get stuck. I think there's just this, whatever the standard menu yeah, was for the... Yeah. yeah. Short. If you get stuck, keep believing in yourself, cowboy or girl <laughs> or non-binary cow person. I put that in my um, in my uh, text, or text parser tips for the island of Dr. Wooby. Oh, yeah. I said, not all verbs work. Or mo- some, many verbs, many other verbs work. Most verbs do not work. Do not be discouraged. And if I may toot my own horn, I think that's essential advice for people who don't know how to play text adventures. Yeah, don't get discouraged. Most verbs do not work. Most verbs do not work. <laughs> Get used to disappointment. Yeah. Lower your standards and you'll love <laughs> the island of Dr. Wooby. Okay. Should we get a hint, Ryan? Let's uh, pay one apple for okay. a hint. Right. Um, not sure how to receive the apple, but uh, uh, basically the, what you should be doing right now is trying to get into the, the evil twin's lair. Okay. okay. 
And so we right. know. Uh, there might be something we can put on our face to give us a, a goatee or a mustache. Do we know for a fact that our evil twin has a goatee or mustache, or are we just Jenny? That are you tropes? seriously asking that question? <gasps> I guess not. If you're going to shame me about it. Oh, you better believe I am going to shame <laughs> me about it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I refuse to even consider the possibility. <laughs> we would have an, uh, That's fair. That A, that not, not just the possibility that the evil twin doesn't have a mustache, but also the possibility that the uh, mechanic of this puzzle mm. does not revolve around that fact. Okay. It's too bad that we don't want the cotton candy, because that would make an excellent goatee. Uh, it would. It would be wispy and white, but I don't know uh, what the rest of our I hair mean, is. We could roll around in our neighbor's yard until it got dirty. Hey. Uh, we could do donuts on our face. <laughs> face donuts. Okay. So it's our best administered facially. Hey. Oh, man. I'm going to write donuts on my hand right now. That's that's not the best use of donuts, Ryan. But if I don't wash my hand too good, uh-huh. then it'll still be there tomorrow morning and I'll remember. Maybe you should lick it and stick it on your face. Hold on. Where's my phone? Okay. So, should we go investigate the... Uh... Siri, remind me to get donuts. Uh. <laughs> okay, I'll remind you. <laughs> cool, thanks. Okay, good. Okay, should we go investigate the image recognition apparatus? Oh, we never bothered to examine it? I don't think we did. Okay, let's do that. All right. Uh, we're in the park. I'm navigating back there for you. Thank you. All right. Uh, uh, As you gaze at the security camera, the security camera also gazes at you. Nice. (laughs) Okay. So we could... So what happens if we just hold up photo? What do we think the syntax? Show photo to camera. Sure. Visual match failed. Okay. Okay. So Draw mustache on photo. <laughs> That's not a verb I recognize. Eh. Well, it was worth a shot. So, I'm wondering how this switching between alternate worlds things thing works. Oh wait! Examine me while we're in the nega zone. Okay. I look exactly like myself. Phew. <laughs> so I'm wondering if we drop something and then do a lap around the tunnel, if it's still the same thing that we dropped. Um, okay. Oh! So, like, if we drop the fo- Oh, Jenny! Uh-huh. You're so smart. I've also played this game before. <laughs> so we could drop the photo of ourselves here, and then... And then do a lap. S- lap around, and then when it'll be a picture of Jimmy, the twin. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that's how this universe thing works. 
Jimmy the Twin. Okay, uh, we're now outside my apartment on Hill Street, and I can see a photo here. Ha! What is it of? It's a photograph of my evil twin. Yes! I've, I've never actually met him face to face, but I know it's a picture of him, of him because he looks exactly like me. <laughs> Ryan, did you notice the name of our street that we live on? What is it? Hill. Silent, oh. Silent Hill. <laughs> it's pretty good. This is creepy. This game is creepy, I know. Okay. Uh, so... Yeah. Um, that's... It's it's double creepy that the photo is the same. Yeah. But when we loop around, mm-hmm. it will... It's... Uh... So then everything... Everything... Potentially has a, double. Has a mirror version. So, wait. Jenny. Uh-huh. Let's drop the hangman and yeah. the... Uh, and a uh, presidential figurine? Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. And then get Carl to do the work of <laughs> running around town. Boy, this is great. We should play every game with Carl. Alright, uh, drop the papers of the figurine. And I'm doing the complete lap, which consists of pressing eight buttons. Because it's okay. just north enter, east enter, south enter. But if you, if you think you're if, um, saving yourself labor this way, no, all right. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, we're now outside my evil twin's lair. I can see a voodoo doll, a noose, and a photo here. Oh, <gasps> creepy. Wait, what was the noose? Oh, the hangman. Oh, oh man. Did we just re-reverse the photo? Because we forgot to pick it up. Yes, yes, we did. <laughs> okay, good job. Uh, I bet we can trade the new sin to the weapon shop guy. Yeah, let's do that and get the lead pipe. Yeah, actually, what I said you should be trying to get inside the the evil twin's lair. You could have, I guess, you could have actually been working on either of the two big puzzles there. Because okay. I, I just I can't remember my own game either. So, <laughs> well. You know, it's just uh, delightfully non-linear. Yes. Non-linear. Yeah, it's a Metroidvania. Yeah, it's a Metroid... I prefer to call it an Egovania. I don't, actually. I think that term is dumb. <laughs> what? An ego? What is that? Um, I might be overstating things. Let me backpedal. <laughs> okay. Um, Koji Igarashi. Okay. The, the Symphony of the Night guy. Okay. Goes by Iga. Okay. And um in the in anticipation of his Kickstarter um new Metroidvania thing, the term that they decided to use instead was Egavania. Okay. Um which um as a like euphemism for Metroidvania because uh-huh. you can't say Metroid um, ah, is gotcha. is kinda dumb, but um used to uh distinguish the games, the Castlevanias that he did work on versus the ones that he didn't, okay, is useful. Yeah, no, that's that's a good term to exist. I am okay yeah. with it. Okay. You know what my favorite non-Egovania is? What's that? It's Circle of the Moon. Okay. It's the one that he hates. 
because he didn't work on it. Um, I think he also hates it because it's not his. I, it might it might be because he didn't work on it. Mm. You know what? Let's talk about Castlevania for fifteen minutes. How about we take the How about we take the news back to the weapon shop? Right. How about we do that? And also pick up the voodoo, voodoo doll. doll. All right. Taken. Uh, and then we can leave the photo and get that later. All right. Weapons shop. A muscular, red-bearded man stands behind a counter with a built-in display case. Um. So can we give give news to him? Uh, the Punjab Lasso! The shopkeeper snatches the revolver out of his, the display case and holds it to the levels of his eyes fearfully. I don't know how to use that myself, but I know how to defend myself against it. It's good, good for a trade, sure. Uh, he waits for me to initiate a trade. To trade with a shopkeeper, type trade X4Y. Okay. Okay. I think we just walked into a Tintin comic. <laughs> um, trade... The noose for lead pipe. The shopkeeper tightens his grip on the revolver as if expecting an ambush. I hand over the noose, and the shopkeeper puts it in the display case. He gives me the uh, lead pipe <laughs> in exchange. Awesome. Alrighty. So let's go north, west, and north. Uh, to uh, smash mind control machine. Okay. Uh, I can't believe this is the first time we're noting this on this wonderful podcast. Yeah. But speaking in text adventure command style makes you sound like stereotypical Russian (laughs) who uses no articles. I triumphantly smash the pe- machine to pieces with a lead pipe. The people freed from its influence confusedly wander away. That's one of my oh, evil twins' God. plans foiled, but I can't but f- feel there's a further mystery afoot. Maybe I should finally mm-hmm. try that espionage mission to his inner sanctum that I've been meaning to do. Now that, the cr- oh, yeah. now that the crowds are gone, I notice a knife stuck in a tree where it's been used to carve a message. Ooh. Um, let's read the message and then grab the knife. The branches of the trees twist into menacing shapes. Carved into one tree is the message, You're next! What a maddeningly, what a maddeningly non-specific message. Next for what? Is the message <laughs> even meant for me? <laughs> That's a good point. Huh. And it's just, you've got a number at the deli, <laughs> and now they're ready for you to go get your potato salad. You and your potato salad. I like potato salad. We got the knife, right? Yes. Take him. Okay. So I think we should examine this tree in the Origiverse. Oh, yeah. In the light world. Yeah. yeah. And we should pick up that photo, too. That's the theme from the dark world, which is not the light world. No. Did you know that the mode that the theme from the dark world is in is mm-hmm. the Dorian mode? No. Well, you do now. I do. Thank you. You're welcome, Jenny. Uh Uh-oh. On on returning to Hyde Park, I notice someone Uh has trashed the cotton candy machine. The children (gasps) seem to have fled when this happened. 
Oh no, what a terrible person uh, to do such a thing. What a terrible thing to happen on Silent Hill Street. <laughs> so does the uh, the tree say, I'm f- after <laughs> whatever right. the opposite of I'm previous. Seems? Yeah. All right. Uh, overhead, the rustling, le- the rustling leaves provide pleasant shade. On hunch, I scan all the trees in the vicinity. Sure enough, there's one with a carved message, the number 387. Enigmatic. Sick. 6962 nor spoilers <laughs> uh, I listened to that B-Sides album a lot uh, have you called the I, number lately no not for no, years not for years I think they have all online now which is kind of you can still call it yeah I, I, I have them in my contacts I remember trying it when I was living in Brooklyn and it was a local call but I never actually got through it was it was too busy. Uh, they were too well known uh, by that point. Um, so let's. Oh, we need to go to the home to get the evil photo. Okay. Yeah. I think I already did that. Okay, good. So okay. should we go and try that lair, Ryan? Let's try that lair, Jenny. Okay. Why don't we take things down a notch? <laughs> You mean in pitch? Yeah. I don't know. You know, if I had been thinking about this, then whenever we went to the evil (gasps) universe, I would lower my voice to sound like Chad Ghostel. Oh, we need to record this podcast all over again from the beginning now. Let's let's just use that policy (laughs) from now on. Sorry, listeners. Can I do like an evil cackle instead? I might have to veto that because people have to listen to this podcast. <laughs> okay, fine. You can use a deep Chad Ghostal voice. I don't know if I can, Ryan. You could do your Elvira voice. I have an Elvira voice? Well, Elvira would appear on the episodes where Chad appeared. Okay. Or at least, in at least one episode. I don't know. Um, switcheroo. So. Oh, dang it, Jenny. Yeah. Remember that your catchphrase is Bingo was his name. Oh, yeah, Bingo was his name. Oh. Because <laughs> there was a second earlier where you really should have said Bingo was Bingo his was... name. Oh. But next no. time we solve a puzzle, okay. we need to work more stupid structure into we this do. podcast. The next time you retcon a catchphrase for me and try to gaslight me into believing that I've always <laughs> used it, I will be more scrupulous about using it in the future. Now, Jenny, you didn't really. Th- I didn't really make you think that that had been your catchphrase. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. Hey, Carl. Hi. You still there? Yes. Sorry to... Uh... <laughs> I'm outside my evil twin's lair. My, okay. my evil twin's dark fortress casts a shadow over Silent Street, which continues east and west. A security camera mounted above the massive iron-banded door tracks my every move. Across the street to the north is the other park. <laughs> Show photo to camera. The camera eagerly locks onto the image of my evil twin, and the hidden speaker says, Visual match succeeded. Welcome home, master. A buzz. Damn, bingo was his name-o. <laughs> <laughs> A buzz and a click from the door handle indicates that the door is unlocked, so I let myself inside. 
Are you okay? My e evil twin's lair. A feeling of pure malevolence seethes from the very walls here, but other than that, it's a fairly ordinary studio apartment. His only real attempt at decoration <laughs> is a framed poster right next to a sus suspicious-looking bookshelf. Oh, man. Let's predict what the poster is of. What's oh. the opposite of They Might Be Giants? That's a really good question. Um, um. Culture Club. <laughs> Okay. Uh, make make your bet first, and I'm going to guess Spice Girls. Nice. Uh, let's go ahead and examine it. It shows Harvey Dent from Batman looking particularly malevolent. I think my evil twin sees him as a kind of role model. I may not agree okay. agree with him on that point, but I have to admit that Dent is one of the better characters in Batman's rogues gallery. Batman really fights two distinct sets of criminals. You have the caricatured but relatively mundane gangsters and thugs, and you have the flamboyant costume-wearing theme villains. The brilliant thing about Dent is that he can work in either role, depending on what aspects of the character the writer chooses to emphasize. It's like he has a foot in two different worlds. Oh. Well, we both lose, Jenny. <laughs> And yes. Carl wins. Yes. Yes, I predicted that. <laughs> well, you win because that's a good. <laughs> that's a good Harvey sentences. analysis. Yeah. 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 Um. What? There was a bookshelf. There's a bookshelf. Too? Uh, it's filled with fake-looking books with titleless spines. Oh. Take book. Just a they. Just as I thought, it's just a bunch of fake spines. Close examination reveals a numeric keypad hidden behind the fake books. I shift them around to expose it for easier access. Okay. Bingo so was no. his name -oh. Was that too soon? It was... Not... Yeah, you didn't give me a chance to tell what you were saying. Also, the way that you <laughs> rose in pitch <laughs> over the course of the utterance <laughs> was just bizarre and... Uh, unsettling. I'll tell you what was happening there. I you saw a spider. <laughs> no, I intuited it. I intuited it, 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 it that it was way too soon to repeat this really dumb catchphrase <laughs> that you made up for me. That you've been using your whole life. Yes, that one. But I thought that it might also be like an opportunity that I would not want to pass up using and bingo was his name -o. so the compromise between those two things was to say it really quickly and 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 to not commit to it i'll be honest i was not committing to that and okay. bingo was his name -o. and it it came through on the podcast a master class in catchphrase usage <laughs> from jenny paladna ladies and gentlemen thanks can we type 387 on the Number thingy. Uh, I can't type on that. It says. Hmm. Let, oh, let's okay. push. Push three. Yeah. I can't see any such thing. Here, let me examine the keypad so we can find out what syntax yeah. it wants. Sure. Yeah. 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 I know I'm not the ones who's supposed to be suggesting. Um, oh, pff. you can tell us what right. to do. 
It's just 10 numbers and an enter key underneath a glowing seven-digit display. I can use it to type numbers. Okay, so type three. Right. Wait, probably type the whole thing. Okay, I type three on the keypad and hit the enter key. It's rejected, rejected with a little electronic blurb. Okay. Uh, so, uh, we know the rest of the dial-a-song number, because we're a bunch of nerds. We yes. do, but we should find it truly and honestly. If you, um, if you insist. I bet a lot of people playing this game didn't even find the 387, and just looked at, saw a seven-digit seven display and said, ah, dial-a-song. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, the question is, where would the other seven, other seven digits be? Seven plus three is seven. Um, that's a really good question. Uh, oh, I did we drop the propaganda pamphlet? Nope, you st you've still got that. You were carrying... Okay. okay, but that was from the liminal space. Oh, yeah. But do you so think that it still has a mirror? It, it probably has a mirror, but st strictly speaking, in my critic voice, it I believe that it shouldn't have a mirror. Because it existed in the liminal space. Yeah. So I deduct 10 points from this game. Aww. That puts you at negative 10 points because I forgot that I had a scoring system <laughs> until just now. That hardly seems fair. You'd be right to say that it's not fair. <laughs> I like being right. Can we put it down and make a loop and look at it? All right. I was talking to... Um, it was Hugo Lebrand, right? Um, who uh, was talk like because we were talking about how much we like uh, GDQ and speedruns, mm -hmm. and um, he said like maybe there should be a uh, yeah maybe there should be a speedrunning for IF, and I suggested that it be based on. Maybe based on, like, number of turns, mm -hmm. but further it should be based on keystrokes. Oh, that's that's really good. Because then if you can figure out the synonym with the fewest yeah. letters... Yeah. Um, make, make optimal use of G. Uh -huh. Yeah, precisely. Doff a lot of things. Yes! Yeah. 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 See? This is, it, it, it's got legs. <laughs> I, do, I do remember so, a bunch of us on the news groups devoting some effort to developing a minimal walkthrough of, of uh, The Witness, uh, the oh, Infocom nice. game back in the day. You, you, uh, like you, can, you can solve it in something like uh, 12 moves if you know exactly what you're doing. Oh, wow. All right. But how many keystrokes? More than 12. Oh, okay. <laughs> then you submit that playthrough to Speed Demos Archive, and they say, sorry, we don't play nerd games over here. <laughs> yeah, we play cool games for kids with sunglasses on. 
I know that Speed Demos Archive is good people because they're they're rad, but I like to imagine that they're mean. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, it's funnier that way. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was... Hey, speedrunners, have you listened to the Frog Fractions episode? Oh, yeah, you'd like that. That's about a game with graphics. <laughs> Let's get back to the yeah, game. Yeah, we should play the game. All right. Okay. <laughs> so. So, um, outside my apartment, I can see a discarded newspaper here. Hey. Oh. Read newspaper. I scan the headlines. It seems as there's been a wave of vandalism and petty theft. Gee, I wonder who's responsible. Okay. So it doesn't so, say the other four numbers. Yeah. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, let's examine the voodoo doll. Oh, yeah. This is definitely my evil twin's handiwork. I've seen dolls like these before. They don't actually function as voodoo dolls, of course, but he uses them to send a, a message to people. The face on this one looks vaguely familiar. Some obscure politician, perhaps? One of the arms is loosely mm. stitched on, as if it had been reattached. All right. All right. Um, okay, here's the thing. Yeah. We have the lead pipe, and we have that knife. We do. And those probably also have doubles. Oh, yeah. But, Do the other weapons... Um, they must the other have weapons doubles also. Probably also have doubles. Okay. And so if we're going for minimal keystrokes, uh -huh. then we would... Uh, although this isn't the optimal strategy with perfect information, I believe this is the <laughs> smartest strategy um, given our current information, which would be to go back to the weapon shop and try to guess educatedly which weapon is most likely to have a double with four digits on it. However, uh -huh. since this is a podcast and decidedly not a speed run, <laughs> because speed runs don't have stupid digressions every five minutes. <laughs> Some of our digressions are actually quite smart. I, I know, but you have to be self-deprecating. <laughs> it's a podcast. All right. Um, because it's a podcast... And because we don't have to type anything, we just make Carl type everything. Oh, yeah. We should ask him to go through all the weapons and tell us what their doubles are. Ryan? Sorry, Carl. I'm worried that Carl's going to mutiny. Uh, don't tell him. Carl, what do you want to do? <laughs> uh, I want to give you another hint. Okay. Tell us the other hint. Uh, none of the weapons have numbers on them. That's my hint. Okay. And none of their doubles have... None, yeah, none, none of the weapons or their doubles have numbers on them. Okay. okay. Wrong tree. Do you still want to, you know, examine them? Um, let's, let's see what the doubles of the, the uh, lead and pipe the and knife are, since those are handy. Yeah. Outside my evil twin's lair, I can see a pipe cleaner, a pocket knife, and a propaganda pamphlet here. Oh. Okay. So we could clean something. Clean a pipe. Yeah. We could cut the pipe cleaner with the pocket knife into three uneven pieces. Uh huh. And then is this we a each Professor Layton one. puzzle? Oh. No, this is us deciding who we're going to eat first. Um, I think we still have apples. 
I move that we finish the apples before we eat each other. Okay. 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 Um, being reminded of the apples makes me wonder if there's anything else that I've forgotten about. Um, we took... We got the picture. Mm-hmm. We can't go that way. We can't go that way. Um... The other, there was a candlestick. There was a candlestick. A uh, revolver. Revolver. I wonder what their doubles would be. The opposite of a candlestick is probably a flashlight. Mm. And the opposite of a revolver would be a copy of Revolver. <laughs> it's a pretty good album. Yeah. Okay. Um, so should we go back? around, pick our weapons up, take them back to the And trade them shop. for those things? I suppose so, because we, like, even though Carl is trying to lead us away from that, mm -hmm. I can't think of anything else. I'm also curious to see what they are. Also, Carl, I'm gonna stop, like, feeling bad for making you go around in, um, these loops all the time, because you wrote this game. Yeah. 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 Well, so all the, you made zillions of players <laughs> do this. It's just northeast, west, south. That's it's it's not a it's not an onerous burden. Seriously. Okay. All right. Uh, so trade knife for candlestick. Uh, the shopkeeper looks it over with satisfaction and says, "Now that is a knife." I hand over the Bowie knife, and the shopkeeper puts it in the display case. He gives me the candlestick in exchange. Is that a Crocodile Dundee reference? Yes. Okay. Or trade Peepa for uh, in this uh, in, uh, the revolver isn't in the display case anymore. He took it out when you scared him with the, the Punjab lasso. Oh. Oh man. Well. well, oh, there's the wrench in there, though. Wrench. Wrench. Okay. It's a wrench, but. But we'll take it. Ryan, you missed an opportunity to be doing that about all of these weapons. The uh, shopkeeper says tradebacks are welcome. Just pick another piece of merchandise. I hand over the lead pipe, and the shopkeeper puts it in the display case. He gives me the wrench in exchange. Wait a second. Yes. Huh. Wasn't there like a plumbing kind of thing? There was, there was a lead pipe, yes. No, I mean, like, there was a place where you would use a wrench for its normal purpose of... Am I remembering a different game? Probably. Um, you're, prob you're probably remembering Mario Maker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were lots of pipes in that game. There were. Yeah. A Goomba came out of them. Oh my gosh. We're in the stiletto heel. I don't know what's going on. That's really weird, Ryan. Have you seen that there's a stiletto heel? No, but that's amazing. It's like there's the the Kuribo's shoe, mm -hmm. you know, the shoe. And then apparently there's the heel variant of that that you can also have. And I'm not sure how it's different, but 
it definitely is in this extremely weird game, Mario Maker. <laughs> I'm this close to buying a Wii U. Jenny, you can't afford it. I know. You're now outside my apartment, and I can see a stick, an Allen wrench, and a discarded newspaper. Okay. Is the stick the candlestick? Okay. It's... And the Allen wrench, that could be used as... An Allen wrench. You need that for your bike ah. to tighten the thingy. That would be great if we had a bike. I think that every text adventure should have a bike in it. Are bikes as terrible to implement as cars? Uh, no, because a bike is... That's true. Uh, it is not a location. Yeah. Um, and you can carry it around. And uh, it has lots of fiddly little bits. But unlike the fiddly bits of a car, nobody knows what the fiddly bits of a bike are. What's that thing that connects the uh, thing that I don't know what it is to the other thing that I don't know what it is? That's the doohickey. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you should uh, get an Allen wrench for that one. <laughs> Wait, it is an Allen wrench. <clears throat> Whoa! Wheels within wheels. Literally. Okay. What are we doing in this game? We're trying to find four numbers that we already know that what they are. We already know what they are. Is my insistence on tracking them down in the game um, uh, not superfluous? Frivolous? Um, well, no, I have the same inclination that you have, that we should, you know, play the play the game and yeah. solve its puzzles. Yeah. Um, but the more I don't know what to do, the less I want to do what I know we should do. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. We can. Ask. I don't think we've had an author apologize for their game on this program before. That surprises uh, me. Yeah. I mean, can't remember. I probably apologized to Emily Short about my game at some point. Mm. I think I maybe apologized to you about my game after you yelled at me. Oh, because I said that it gave me nightmares. Yeah. Okay. I think, you know what? We are all sorry. <sighs> Let's see. Should we get should we get <sighs> a hint? Let's a hint. All right. Uh it it's the voodoo doll, okay? You, you should be paying attention to the voodoo doll. We should pull the arm off the voodoo doll. That resembles a Republican president from long ago. From long ago. <laughs> I uh, hate okay. to see you leave. I've grown so grateful for the blame you saved me from. We can't talk in total sync because of how light travels. We never did the sync clap either. Oh my gosh, we never did the sync clap. This is going to suck for you to edit. Let's make sure we do a sync clap right before we stop recording. Okay. Okay. So, friends, yes. <laughs> can we? Is the voodoo doll here for us to pull the arm off of it? Uh, yes, it is in your inventory. Woo. I pull that arm. Uh, nothing obvious happens. I I bite the arm. <laughs> it's not a verb I recognize. I examine the arm. 
this is definitely my evil twin's handiwork. I've seen dolls like these before. It's just the description of the voodoo doll. Mm. One of the arms is loosely okay. stitched on as if it had been reattached. The stitching on the arm stretches, but it doesn't come loose. I'll really need to we have at cut least that if I want, want it. Yeah. We have a knife that cuts. Uh, no, actually, you <laughs> yes. don't. You traded it to the we weapon don't. shop. Oh, no. For, but, for but a candlestick. Then... For a candlestick? What were we thinking, Ryan? Or possibly a, a, a wrench. <laughs> wow. Oh. I feel like a big idiot. <laughs> well, and that is Bingo my goal was for this a game. <laughs> it's not funny anymore. I have to stop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Carl, can we please? I'm trading the wrench um, for the knife. Turn the thing, and and then back, and then uh, yes. All right. <laughs> On a hunch, I, sli- I slice one of the arms off. Ouch. There's a slip of paper stuffed inside, which I take. <gasps> okay, examine the paper. It looks like a fortune cookie message, but all it says is you will spend the entire day. Hmm. That's really good. So now we need to see the double of yeah. the paper. Alright. Uh, I can see outside my apartment, I can see a slip of paper. It has the number 6962 written on it. Mysterious! 6962? That's no mystery. That's the other half of the dial a song number. <laughs> Nar. Alright. I'm back in my evil twin slayer now. Yay! Okay, let's type. I think it was type? Yes. Yes. 3876962. Seven. Nar. Nar. 3876962. Oh, there's no Nar button, so we'll just. I, I don't know the word Nar. I'm probably spelling <laughs> it wrong. Alright, I type 3876962 on the keypad and hit the enter key. It emits a congratulatory beep. And the bookshelf pivots to reveal a dark staircase leading down. Okay, let's go down the stairs. Oh my gosh. My gosh. At last, I penetrate the darkness of my evil twin's inner sanctum. I wonder if I'll finally meet him here. Something is wrong. I hear a siren, then blackout. When I wake up, I'm in jail. Oh no. No. Jail in the cell. Iron bars separate me from freedom. Clearly, this is a case of mistaken identity. The police should be thanking me, not confining me. I can see a policeman here. The policeman says, I hope you rot in there. What did you think you were doing spoiling things for a bunch of kids like that? He then turns away and sits at his desk with his back to me. This town takes uh, cotton candy vandalism very seriously. Uh, What's my inventory? At this point, uh, they're surprisingly lax about relieving you of your weapons. It looks. <laughs> <laughs> I am carrying a Bowie knife, a photo, a damaged voodoo doll, and an apple. The policeman grumbles okay. to himself. 
Show knife to policeman. <laughs> the policeman is unimpressed. Really? Uh, but this is a knife. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, no, I think we got the mirror version that's not a knife. Oh. No, this is the Bowie knife. Oh, this yeah. is... Okay. Um... So there are bars. What's the opposite of bars? Uh, Stars? Churches. <laughs> Churches, maybe? Yeah. Um. Uh, you know, there's a town in Wisconsin that has one corner, and the entire town is two houses, a church, and a bar. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot pretty good so wait you can't get away with anything there though (laughs) so wait what one of the people i mean and people in one of the houses obviously run the church and people in the other house run the bar so Uh where where does the coroner fit in corner i see corner i see I thought she said coroner, too, and I was like, there's only one coroner? Well, it's probably a small town. Yeah, he's not they very busy. <laughs> <laughs> he's like that Maytag repairman. Uh, yes, so um, can we uh, shake the bars angrily? That's not a verb I recognize. Mm. We should have brought a tin cup and a harmonica. Mm. That's true. Mm. Um, um, was there is there something in the description that we're that we should be interacting with, but we're not? There's a policeman. Oh. Talk to policeman. He contemptuous he contemptuously disregards anything I say. Hit him. The cell isn't open. There's a knock at the door. The policeman gets up to answer it. Oh. Ooh. Take chair. The cell isn't open. The policeman is talking with a mysterious figure at the door. It's my evil lawyer. (laughs) Um, wait. And wait. Time passes. And wait. The policeman and the mysterious figure seem to be arguing. The latter turns to me, but I can't make out his face in the shadows under his broad-bimmed hat. Mm. Time pass. Examine the hat. His face is hidden by his broad-brimmed hat and the turned-up collar of his trench coat, but I think I recognize his voice. Could it be? The policeman's face falls and his manner turns apologetic. It's, um... can't be our our twin because we don't have a hat. (laughs) Uh, wait. Time passes. Finally, the policeman turns back to me. I'm letting you out. It seems this is a case of mistaken identity. Your brother just told me all about it. 
Gosh. Confused? You probably don't really understand how things are between me and my twin. The thing you have to understand is that we're brothers. Even if we've never been seen in the same room, even if I don't actually know his name, we're really very close. In a way, we complement each other. He does the things that I'd never do, like crimes and atrocities. I thwart him when he goes too far. Well, sometimes. The point is that we need each other. We're bound into a cycle of eternal warfare and innocents get caught in the crossfire. And I wouldn't have it any other way. The end. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Nice. Thank you. So. That's true. We can't exist without our opposites. Yeah, Yeah, we can. Sometimes we have to have a podcast with our opposites. That's, that's, yes. And sometimes an innocent gets caught in the crossfire. (laughs) yes this is all sounding very familiar here on clash of the Titans. hey this has been clash of the Titans, the podcast that it is thank you carl yeah for this nice game thank you uh thank you for putting up with it (laughs) jenny do the cute thing the cu- oh no, now you said the cute thing and I don't know what it is. The cute thing is when the they say, the first oh, people say thank you for say, coming. Oh, oh. And then the, first, and then, the next person says thank you for playing. Yes. And then the third person, yes. Yes. Carl, thank you for coming and for writing your game for us to play. Uh, you're welcome. And Ryan, thank you for playing a game with me. Thank you, Jenny. You're welcome, Ryan. And then the cute thing uh-huh. the cute thing isn't over this is the, okay. still the cute thing okay the cute thing isn't over until we thank the <laughs> listeners uh-huh thank you for listening thank you for listening to all of that is the cute thing over <laughs> <laughs>